we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing. Welcome to Gabbing! Gabbing! Gracie? And Heather. And, and Gracie, Dr. do you want to do that? Lucinda Brattini! <laughs> yeah! We're so excited! <laughs> we don't know how to act already. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome Cheers. to our special guest. Cheers. I feel very special. I feel you so are. <laughs> Do you want to start off with what you're drinking? I am drinking my favorite Trader Joe's $5 white mm-hmm. wine. By the way, it's mm-hmm. South African, so that's Ooh. fancy, right? Yes. <laughs> very fancy. $5 we are not- Trader Joe's. We are not snotty when it comes to Mm-mm. wine, so don't feel like you need to, you know, justify anything. Mm-mm. We were just talking about how Barefoot yep. is like a great low-cost wine. Yes. Like pink Moscato, rosé. I had no idea. Like, I think I, I had one, and maybe I didn't like that one, and I never paid attention to it again, and Heather put me onto it, and I've had a couple of them so far that I've yeah. loved. And I think they're seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. They're very they, affordable. You can't beat it. And they're champagne. The summer's coming, so I'm ready. I mean, I'm ready all the time. What am I talking about? <laughs> Gracie, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, an oldie but goodie. Cotemas Rosé Auror. Also from the Sud de France. I've had this one before, but just saying it for our guest speaker, our guest podcaster. And yeah. the listeners that haven't listened to any other podcasts. And you love a rosé, especially in the summer. Yes. You love a rosé. I'm breaking the, the norm and I'm drinking a beer because it's so hot. I was like, I need something ice cold. It is so hot out. Lucy, would you like to give our listeners just a brief something about yourself like just like talk about yourself like what you do yeah and how amazing <laughs> you are for life, what i do for life for work. Sh- should you want to share if you don't then no problems what i do for life i try to find joy in every moment what i do for work i am a professor at a university in a graduate program in counseling counseling psychology and since I started teaching I watch a lot more television (laughs) (laughs) good for us then good yeah I use a lot so I teach like a lot of personality theories kind of classes which is really fun really fun like that my personalities class is all about like the what they call like it went from personality disorders to like personalities on a continuum of like a personality style to a personality like pathology. And TV gives us so much. So I use a lot of TV shows to like- That's great. Yeah. And then and then my students are like, oh, you need to watch this show. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> so you got your finger on the pulse of TV. Yeah. And these homework. Kids, these kids got me watching The Jewish Matchmaker. Like oh, that, I've seen a trailer to them. That looks interesting. It it it, it is, but all oh, those matchmakers. <laughs> Dating on the spectrum is great. If you're that's the it. one I saw one episode that's, and that's just have not favorite. kept watching. That is my favorite one. But yes, uh-huh. 
Yes, that's me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that introduction of yourself, your wonderful self. Your amazing self. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we should start at the business at hand. We've asked Lucy to join us because she too is a fan of Bridgerton and we wanted to discuss with her Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do we more, start? I wish it was fresh, fresh, fresh in my because okay. it's been a few weeks now. It's been a it's been like a month. We start off with Queen Charlotte, or not Queen Charlotte at the time. Charlotte, who is from Midal. <laughs> I'm sorry, German people. I am German, but I do not know if I pronounce that right. She's from Midal, which is in northern Germany. And her brother has basically signed away that she's going to marry King George of England. She, uh, without any choice, is sent off to England to go marry him. She's not very happy when that happens. So that's how we start off episode one. But I know we're doing a summary, but I just want to say I love that Julie Andrews was the narrator. They kept the consistency, didn't they? Yeah. They really, really did. So I was really happy about that. Well, I wasn't anticipating, I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't anticipating a back and forth between the present and the past. No. I hadn't read up on anything, you know, so this was a surprise to me. Yeah, Yeah. I went in cold too. So yeah, yeah, because we, it goes back and forth with basically the days leading up to her marriage and the day of her marriage and current times, which we do know the current times take place right after season two. Yeah, so, so between season two and three. So right now the the Netflix storyline is correct. It's it's season one, season two, and then Queen Charlotte's story. Because at this point, we already know that two of the Bridgertons have been married off. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I think they even mention, Violet mentions that Anthony's on his honeymoon. There you go. When it's so start? it's really close. Okay. Yeah, because she she mentioned something to Agatha about Anthony's on his honeymoon and Daphne's busy with the babies and mm-hmm. Eloise and Penelope are in some kind of argument. So she's sulking yeah. around the house. She brought she brought that up too. Oh boy. Yeah, she brings that up. Don't get me started on that. That's the, that, that that we will veer off topic big time. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, so that's how it starts off with episode one is basically the her going to the palace and getting ready to get married and all the little things that happen and in that this, episode. This marriage brings about because I'm seeing lady, just so you know, Dr. Lucinda Bertini, we have <laughs> I feel like I don't know how to address you. Lucy, we tend to always put on in the background the show so that we can look up so feel free to do that too if you might you know me okay yes yes so feel free to do that but we're seeing now lady danbury and her husband lord danbury come out of a carriage and this is the start of the great experiment Mm -hmm. what did they mean by that the great experiment because they are bringing in a person of color to marry the king so that's why they're handing out titles to people of color. Because they don't want a queen that's a person of color, but no one else in the ton. Exactly. Because that would be awkward, you know. So the, the experiment, what's the experiment is the mixing of the races? 
or like it's to give them titles because race. none of it's, them were titled it's, yeah it's it's elevating their their status with mm. titles in, yeah in, right yeah and in theory it's giving them equal access but we learned well, that it's not really that mm -hmm. is a very good question because you asked in England now we know that I mean this is obviously a television show but I would think it would be anyone who's under the realm of the United not the United Kingdom what are Great Britain yeah, at the Great time Britain, Great Britain huh. but like does it include Wales and Scotland and Northern is it Northern are they Northern Ireland or the, well, the, the Northern so. Ireland and then all of the other because they do say King George, Country. the king of, they say like different things, don't they? They say oh, England, they, Wales, and Northern Ireland. They probably, they probably kept that part factual as, as much as possible because he is a, a real individual huh. yeah, with, with real mental yes. illness. Right. I actually, I wish I would have made notes on this because they did. They did. I I did watch like a couple of videos of what was factual and what wasn't. Mm. The princess dying, and the Georgie, baby dying, the baby dying. Oh yeah, the princess and the baby dying. The princess, like she died yeah. in, in childbirth. The so heir, like the, the heir to the heir. throne, passed away. Yeah, because it was George and Charlotte, and then they had their oldest son George, who was the Prince of Wales. It was his only child, so she was the only legitimate heir. And she died at age 21 in childbirth. So that whole scene was accurate. And oh. so they, they, it was like a crisis of we need to find a legitimate spare oh. um, or heir now. So that part was, was on the more factual side. Hey. You see, I have, thank you for clarifying that because this whole entire time I thought that it was Georgie's baby and his wife that passed away. But, okay, I had to research it because that was confusing. Did you find but, that confusing, Lucy? I I don't remember any of this. Okay. Do you remember okay. how she kept going? Like her one son kept like crying and she would go, sorrow, sorrows, prayers. Like really, she didn't yes, give a shit. Yes. But she yes. was like excited. later on when we meet her kids. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Present day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So oh, that's yes, what it was yes, in reference yes. to. So his yes. daughter had died. Yes, hence the pressure mm -hmm. the rest of them were under. Yes, I do. It's yeah. a lot of pressure. My goodness. Was, this, was the, the, the part about this great experiment, was that factual at all? Like, did that have a basis in it? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I didn't see anything about anybody. This is Shonda Rhimes up. because Shonda Rhimes yeah. is equal opportunity. Integrates, right? Yeah. Yes. It's so also... It's very controversial on if Queen Charlotte was a person of color or not, because there's different historians say different things because the the reference of her ancestry that I'm blanking on what it's, I think she was like considered a Moor, like so from Northern Africa, that ancestry was going back like hundreds of years previously. So there's... There's a lot of controversy over it, and there's a wide range of looks when you look at paintings of her, where some of them she looks very white, and then some of them she has like more a little bit darker skin or like a wider mm -hmm. nose. So it's very unclear if and her ancestry. Was that 
scene, right, where they were doing a painting of her and she said, make me darker. And then what's her name? The The mom, the princess royal. Make her lighter, right? Make her more Mm -hmm. fair. Very interesting. I did not know that. I thought, I thought she definitely was not a person of color, but looking at these images, yeah. Every historian has like a different opinion. Yeah, because there's some that she might have like a wider nose and fuller Mm. lips, but she has a very pale skin. And so they were saying like art at the time, they would they would do things like lighten your skin or they would narrow your nose and like make you try to look more European if you didn't, because that was like the ideal beauty of the time. Uh Uh-huh. I would like to say thank God for pictures, yeah. but here we go with Photoshop and AI. Mm-hmm. Don't wow. get us down that path. There's <laughs> articles in The Guardian about this. This is interesting about questioning, does she have African ancestry? Yeah. Right? Because it sounded like from what I was reading, she does, but it was just going back so long that would she have actually had the appearance, like those characteristics, would they have still been there? Or mm. are people exaggerating how she looked? Or yeah, so it's it's very up in the air because I always thought that she was person of color. I I yeah never heard of her. I've heard of her grand grand. What is it? Yeah. The great granddaughter? No, the granddaughter of Queen Victoria, which I've yet to finish seeing the last season of the PBS television show. Yeah, but I've never heard of Queen Charlotte. There were so many different marriages, people intermarrying and stuff amongst different countries and stuff. So that, who knows? <laughs> yeah. I thought a lot about this because what I what I, I appreciate about the show is I mean the integration, like at that level mm-hmm. of the beat. But I I also always I thought it was a Shonda Rhimes thing, right? To like like play with our imagination, which is cool. But then I also was always like, you know, like. We don't know too much about Black and African history beyond what we're taught about enslavement. But there were Mm -hmm. people like all over Europe and even when the colonies happened who were Black and of African descent who were moneyed, right? Like I love the story of Lady Dandridge because I'm like, wow, like they came with wealth. They came with with wealth, yeah. A large amount of wealth. And they came from, um, ooh. Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone. Yes. Yeah. Sierra Leone. Yeah. yeah. That was fascinating. And 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 embrace that and and tell people like this is where I'm from. Like you know, this, they're proud as they should be of where and they're was from. Was Lord Bar- Danbury or was Lady Danbury one of them like a child of one of like like one of the kings of Sierra Leone or something like that? I think she I was. Like I actually she don't was. remember. Or he was? They probably Something, both were. Somebody, somebody was. I remember being like, oh, did Sierra Leone have kings? And I looked it up and they did until the 1800s. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting because you don't really learn too much about Sierra Leone. Uh-huh. I don't know anything about anything. So I'm getting an education <laughs> today. <laughs> Like I, 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 like, I know she I know she did. And I would assume that he did because I think it doesn't matter what race. Everyone's going to want to keep some type of status together, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And the money, it might have been, yeah, they might have both been at least like considered 
really high up in Sierra Leone because she did, I know that she thought that he had a lot more wealth than he did because when she dies, um, you find out that he spent a lot of it, but then like her family was very distinguished. So they were probably both from like higher society, Mm -hmm. if not royal. Right. Yeah. That's what I appreciate about the show. Mm. The imagination, but then it gets you curious, right? Like I was like, yeah, you do have situations like I'm blanking on what her last name was, but there was that movie bell that was based off of a real person. Oh, that was her father was some kind of, not that I saw it. I'm sorry, but I I do remember count Mm. or something starring Google Mbata Ra. So she played Dido Elizabeth Bell. I do remember I do remember that. Yeah, so she was part of the aristocracy. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And her father the daughter, was white. Yes, yeah. the daughter. Uh she is the biracial daughter of a Royal Navy captain, Sir John Lindsay, is raised by a, an aristocratic great uncle, Lord William Murray, first earl which is a big title, uh-huh. right, of, of Mansfield in 18th century England. Mm. Yeah, and I think her mother was from the West Indies. Which makes sense. If I'm remembering, it's been a long time since I saw them. I mean, it, it more than likely it is the West yeah. Indies. I don't think it would be elsewhere. The mother dies, and so he raises her, and then I think he dies, and the, the great uncle raises her. So she's raised in society. So you do have, like, real-life examples of that and then just people that got their wealth but they didn't have the status so this brings in the idea of like bringing in making like new society right and the pushback that happens there because you have who is that horrible woman violet's mother lady ledger oh to to, to birth such a sweetheart she was a hater she was a hater And and you know what's interesting it's it kind of shows you, I mean, there's different, you could learn to hate or you could just be born to hate, you know what I'm saying? And like Violet, she could easily have adapted her mother's ways and that was just not her way. She's mm-hmm. a sweet individual. She was her father. Yeah. yeah. It was accepting. Well, very accepting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So, but I do question like, was he just trying to get a piece of ass or was he actually interested in Lady Danbury? Yeah. And there was a lot of criticism over that, too. I'm not surprised. As, yeah. As far as, like, why did she have to have her learn that her garden can grow by a white man? An older white dude. Yeah, that's married. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's got to go from, like, a really obnoxious husband to the white guy. We got to talk about him. Yeah, because they also, people brought up, like, he's, like, one of the darkest looking characters on the show. And he's made out to be, like, awful. Like, his character... I don't want to veer off because I want to talk about the flavor, but Let's, no, just just go with the flow. Go with the flow. It's fine. We'll come back. We we'll, do. Things yeah, we'll get around. Order. To it. So it was like that. This is the one piece that was the most problematic to me mm-hmm. about the show was that his his role did not 
fit. And I was like, why did the writers do this? Right? Like he was, I feel like there was a background story to him. We didn't get to know, but they presented him as a coon and that was so unnecessary. Like eat from his look. Yeah. To how he spoke. I, like it did not fit into the narrative and at all. It was like, they just like took him out of like some caricature, whatever catalog and just put him on the show. Yeah. It just made no sense. They, I mean, they, I think they wanted for whatever reason, the audience to feel for Lady Danbury, but you don't need to feel for Lady Danbury. She could take care of herself. Yes. You know? She and they didn't have to, yeah. They could have done it in a different way. Mm-hmm. They, they, they did it at his expense have. and you could make it I mean they have they have characters that you don't like it was very awkward his character the whole time it was and you had like weird moments where you felt bad for him but then like yeah I don't know it was it was weird yeah because I, I were they trying to make us feel for them in terms of the, the title like how badly he wanted you could still badly want it but just not be put in that position where you look like a clown you know what I'm yeah. saying and yeah. you know thank you to you Lucy because I you know I don't know that knowledge I don't know that background and now that I know that I'm like oh yeah it it, it it doesn't look right it really doesn't it was awful that didn't fit in there were so many ways they played that because we get to know her struggle right with whatever and then behind She's the one that's doing the navigating to get them to move the status, you know? There's so many ways that could have come off. Even her just being married, kind of like without love to an older man, that was that would have been fine. That that's exactly what I was just about to say. Like that makes you had it on. Yeah. That makes yeah. you sympathetic enough to her. She's a young woman who's in this marriage without love, having children that she doesn't want to have. Married off since the age of, since the age of three or something like that. She was married off when she was like, not even in kindergarten. Okay. So that's more than enough to say, to make, I should say, anyone feel bad for her. Mm -hmm. If that was the intent. And they throw in these like kind of gross sex scenes with them. Oh God. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> that was just staring at the ceiling or getting her head bumped against the headboard although there was a funny tie-in where charlotte's like because i think george is like do you know what happens with marital relations or something like that and she goes oh yes it was explained to me i i would just like it if possible not to hit my head on the, the headboard <laughs> like that's the person teaching you what happens <laughs> Oh, so, like so the juxtaposition with, with Charlotte, I love, right? Because she resisted from the beginning. She resisted. She was like, I don't want to do this. I'm not marrying this guy. And from when she shows up, she's trying to climb up the wall, whatever. It's yes. <laughs> so it was I mean, yeah. so different from being like told you're marrying this person from year three and being groomed for that. Like she, she was always a fighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we need him. <laughs> and he's not yeah <laughs> he's not a troll I even wrote down even before they got there when they were still in Germany she 
throws the bust in the hallway down and smashes it when they sign. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She was resistance from the beginning. Yes. 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 She always was powerful. I love that. Well, it's because of, it's because of her title, I suppose. Right. And obviously her personality, like she doesn't have to deal with this. Like, why do I have to deal with this? Yeah. I think it's, she's, she's got like a strategic thinking kind of personality where she's like, she's very thoughtful and she thinks things out. And then she's like very like good at her wording so that she can like steer things to how she wants it to be. Mm. If only we were all like that. Mm. Yeah. Tell me about it. (laughs) Tell me about it. Watching the scene now where they had just gotten married and they get to her home. Can't remember the name of it. And he's like running away from her. Is yeah. it her home or his home? Yeah, her yeah. home. He tells her she's going to live there. Yeah. Not we, but you. And it, yeah, but, but what's so interesting, because, you know, she doesn't, well, I, at this point, she does have feelings for him, he's but not. he's, he's that the hormones are raging. But I do believe in, I do believe in love at first sight. So it could have happened, love at first sight. He, but he she, but she also honest. knows, he, I, I just think that she also, okay, I've done this. It's a sense of responsibility. We have to, you know, do what we came here to do. Why aren't we doing it? And she yeah. just like doesn't as as much as she was against it. She's in it. She has feelings. Oh, we let like let let let's do what we're supposed to be doing. I think she was into him. She totally yeah. was. I mean, she totally and he was into her, but he was sending mixed signals because we know he had yeah. he had val- he had valid reasons. I have to say. But he was shady because he comes across as being honest, like, oh, I'm just George, Farmer George. Uh, but you ain't. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up. It's Buckingham House is where she lives. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes. Does that become yeah. Buckingham Palace? Do we know anything about that? Or it just happens to be called Buckingham? I bet it is because I'll I think hers was the more local one and then Q was kind of off because I think in real life he does go live at Q especially like the last 10 years when he's not king because he's found um, I actually wrote this down when I was looking when I was trying to figure out who the woman that died was George their son George becomes the regent on February 5th 1817 and is the the prince regent until he dies like 10 years later or something like that Mm. because he was incompetent and not able like he basically his last like five ten years he was locked up in a room had no memory couldn't see couldn't take care of himself I think Charlotte had passed away and he didn't even know that she had passed away because he his dementia and everything was so bad like he had a very sad first yeah she she dies first and that was one of the things that throughout the series she's constantly like is he alive is he alive but she actually dies before he does throughout those seasons I always I we didn't know the full story so I I thought she wanted him to die me too yeah like maybe that was but like in season one we get to to know that she does care for him but Mm -hmm. every time she asks like is he dead yet I still feel as though 
she's looking for him to die but why because she's already the queen so it doesn't really matter but we know it's because like it's the love of her life Mm. has he passed away in the show anyway in the show yes in the show because we really don't know in real life they do say that there was there are hints that they did have genuine affection towards each other. Like they slept in the same room where it wasn't customary mm-hmm. to sleep in the same room at the same time, at least at first, at the beginning of their marriage. Later on, when he started to break down more, it sounded like he basically got sent away and she didn't really go see him at all. She kind of lived her own life. Well, they wouldn't allow her either. Right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, she probably, she was probably like, I have my kids. I don't need to see. Or him maybe the way they he were or afraid that he was going to do something to her because they just didn't have an understanding of his condition. Yeah, who knows? Because I don't know, Lucy, if you looked into his mental health at all. But the way that they, I mean, it's it's up until like God, like the fifties, right? The way that they did mental illness. Yeah, and I think up until the seventies, probably. Yeah, it was like. People were mm-hmm. in like inpatient facilities where they they really didn't allow people out or and the show yeah. that like it was awful. Yeah, they were saying that there's no proof that those things actually happened to him, but that was pretty common at the time. But like historians can't even decide because they yeah the longest time they thought he had something that was considered more of a physical ailment than a mental health thing start with a p i can't remember what it was but now they're thinking maybe he was more like bipolar but Mm -hmm. like at the time they had no idea what was wrong with him they were Mm -hmm. doing all kinds of stuff like one of the reasons why they thought that he had that disease that started with a p is because he had blue urine which apparently was a symptom but then they were also giving him things to try to treat him for his madness Mm -hmm. that would cause you to have blue urine so it's like I have read that it was also bipolar but with like like manic bipolar with maybe schizophrenia that seems to be more common nowadays that people are thinking that it was like bipolar with psychotic features like those goes into yeah like just heartbreaking yeah it was Um, I'm gonna lighten it up there were so many videos that people did on social media afterwards that were like sobbing being like how dare you make me love this man that we're all supposed to hate as Americans <laughs> <laughs> because he's mad king george that we revolted mad king george. oh yeah oh he's like it was george that time it was, um oh like okay go ahead be free kind of thing did you guys not realize that <laughs> No, like, I don't put two and two together ever. Come on, Helen. He's you know, the you one know that tags us. He was that King George. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, there are there. Though, no, he's, he's King George. <laughs> okay, wait a second. No, he's King George the Third. So you know, we get them confused. I'm okay. Yeah, he I'm was sticking the one. to that story. He was yeah. the one that the colonies were fighting against. He was? Jonathan Groff did such a great, like, he was so great for Spitting with it out. Oh my and God, Hamilton. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, that's yes, the yes. same King George because they were, they called him Mad King George. Because oh, they didn't understand what was going on with him. The Mad King. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. 
don't know the words, but I know well, how the song goes. Now you're all, we're all learning things tonight. Now I'm going to have to watch Hamilton. This inspires some learning. This inspires. Do you have favorite scenes or episodes, Heads? Oh yeah, that's, a good that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, that the the, the ending, the ending oh. did it for me under the bed. I sobbed. Me too. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. I I I came out of this thinking this is the one of the best love stories I've ever seen. Yes. Yes. I really really think cuz they like they... question myself. <laughs> 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 I like it's it says just, something it's so for sad. acceptance. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. and you know what? Here's a really good scene when her son is getting his the two sons are getting married and the one son goes up and he's like, I'm scared. And how she says you choose to love, you hold on to that person and you choose to love them. That was a really good scene. And then I I found it very touching when they go to say that they're pregnant. And she hugs her son and he's just so like, he doesn't even know how to accept that because he's so like, as they said, she's a very good queen, but not a good mother. Yes. Yeah, and they shouted her to two, yeah. of, two of them, not him, but two yeah. other siblings shouted her out about it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Which and she just doesn't get it. Which brings up. I mean, kind of understand. Oh. The dance scene with Brimsley. I was both my like one of my favorite scenes and a hated scene because I was like where the fuck is Reynolds <laughs> like is Reynolds with the king did Reynolds die where is Reynolds Reynolds, Reynolds oh died. my god Reynolds that died. was very oh my god are you sure because he could be with the yes. king because the king is off at no yeah no but but he would always like have an opportunity to leave right and he just wasn't oh, there god. in the future that we... we never see him in the future he, Lucy. Is just, he just passed away Lucy how are you gonna break our hearts right now what She's breaking our hearts right now. Can I just live in denial that he's with yes, the kids? I so oh, I'm sorry. love story. I think their love story was my favorite. <laughs> it's sad. It's I'm not saying so anything, brave. but I'm just you know. It's so brave. It's so behind the scenes. It's so consistent. It's so like we can disagree on things, but I'm gonna still see you after midnight, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love them. That's right. And because remember when they're like, maybe this is what's good for him and she'll be able to like live with him. And that means that we'll be together. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I if was kind of like, for them, well, I think Queen Charlotte and King George wouldn't have been able to communicate as well as they did. Not at all. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And that says something about be, having good people around you. Yes. Yes, who really controls what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. My favorite scene was that moment. This is when we knew how much she really loved him when he had his first episode that she witnessed and he went out yes. to see the moon or whatever. And they're looking for him like frantically. And she knew to be like Farmer George, Farmer George. And she joined in and like covering him and taking care of him. She just caught on. She just caught yeah. on. She went with it. She oh. knew him, even though he tried not to get her to know him. And she George accepted, him. like from the beginning, she accepted him. 
she, yeah, that was beautiful. She wasn't, I mean, you know, for someone who is from certain level in society, she was not afraid to just jump in and do, do what needs to be done. And this was something that she didn't understand, but her love for him just overtook everything. Like, what can I do to help him? Yes. And that's all that mattered. Yes. Until, until, you know, we'll see. Do they show him passing before her in Bridgerton or after? If it gets to that point. Because in the books, and I'm digressing, uh, they don't mention the Queen or King George at all. So at least the further along. Yeah. We like to bring it back to the books. Oh, I didn't read <laughs> You might like the books. They're actually quick reads, believe it or not. Yeah. They're very different, though. Which don't get us started. Don't get us started. <laughs> Oh damn! But yeah, like a scene they're... that I liked that I thought was I kind of help. comedic. Her wanting to take the oranges. <laughs> they wouldn't oh, yeah. let her take the yes, oranges. Yes, like, hey, yes. my oranges, please. <laughs> I found that entertaining. But that <laughs> also brings up like something that has always been like um, an argument with high society. Well, we're giving these people jobs, so if she takes her own oranges they have to let those men go and they don't have a job. And so she has to learn to not take the oranges. But who decided, who said we're going to make a job for the orange picker? We need that. Because you have to have people in every single fucking area. (laughs) They can't actually do themselves. uh, Mansion. What is this house? Whatever the heck. They got to clean. They got to cook. They got to dress you. They got to pick your oranges. They were chosen. They were they chosen by God. Ooh. I, I want to know the, who's the mastermind who says, we need an orange picker. We need an orange cleaner. We need the person that passes you. Like, I guess I guess the king's council. And why not make other jobs that are more productive or something? <laughs> like other than, I guess they're taking, are, are they not taking care of the oranges too? Are they just literally standing there? for when she needs an orange <laughs> like that was what I was thinking of like when they let them go that is a I was great like, question well who's that taking care of the oranges maybe that that's a another person? that's a different job I guess so because they need to just sit there stand there and look perfect and pretty with their white gloves on mm-hmm. at all times mm-hmm. I love you the know. scene with the chamber pot where she she's like I need to change your use my chamber pot are you always going to be there for me and his face <laughs> what I found interesting that they had a man walking five steps behind her and not a woman yeah but she also had all of her ladies maids and stuff because you saw when she was getting dressed and everything oh my god there was like no privacy but obviously she had the opportunity to say okay disperse and you know whatever he was probably more of a babysitter like yes. there to make sure she was doing what she should be doing yes which she was yes sometimes most times yeah. now i'm gonna like backtrack because i just remembered about the great experiment again that it wasn't just about the black people but when they all congregated together in someone's home i can't remember where it was the indians as well and also the asians oh, and i was yeah. just like oh thank yes. you like i felt yes. i felt good like okay we're being even more inclusive like and they're all like looking up to Lady Danbury, like, what are we going to do? Like, what's going to happen next? Which makes absolute sense. Like, it's an experiment. 
So what is it that's going to happen? Uh, Was that the ball at Lady Danbury's, the first ball of the season? I can't remember. I think that's after her husband died. Oh, when they go to see her? Yeah, and that is yeah. a, that's something that actually has been in the news lately about the hereditary titles versus the titles they're temporarily yes, given. Yes, yes, like what are the kids Because what's-his-face? Oh, gosh, what is uh, Charles's brother's name? Not Andrew, but the other one. Oh, my gosh. His wife has blonde hair. Wait, Which what? There's, it's... There's Charles has another brother besides Andrew, but he was just given the Duke of Edinburgh title, which was his father's, but it's not hereditary. So as soon as he passes, it's not going to go to his children. It will revert back to the crown. So that was a big point, a big point that they were bringing up. Like our title is going to pass on, like your husband's the first to die. Are they going to pass on to our children or are they going to revert back to the crown? And what is that dressing for this diverse group of people? Yeah. The first big title. That must have been terrifying because they uh-huh. finally got what they were hoping to get. And then they're like, all of a sudden, everything's at risk again. Mm-hmm. That must have been so much pressure on her. Like all those moments yeah. when she had to have tea or whatever to try to get in there and that she didn't want to use her friendship with the queen charlotte she never did that that was was admirable yeah it was a balancing act prince edward that's who it is we got a bit off topic here talking about modern day royals so i'm just gonna pick it up where we start talking about the prime minister yeah and actually that's the guy in the show what is his name that the Princess Royal is always scared of. Lord. Yes. Yes. That's the Lord one. Fruit. Is that What's his name? Yes. And yes. he, so he was. To to Parliament. Parliament. Yeah. He was very powerful. He was. He was one of the most powerful prime ministers. In like hundreds of years. So yes. Because he was basically ready to take the monarchy away from them. Oh. Because of, of George. So everybody was, was trying to play the role. game. He was what was that? He wasn't playing his role. Yeah. Which is just to show up, right? It's they're just figureheads. They're just the, the look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just a performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which still doesn't yeah, make any so sense. So the king had, or like the queen, whoever, had more power back then than they do now. They're very just figure figurehead now. Like I think the queen had to, and Charles, I guess now, has to officially approve the prime minister. But... Mm-hmm it's one of those things that they just kind of go along with whoever gets elected, but they have to officially approve them. But apparently Prince Charles isn't like Prince Charles understand that understands that the monarchy isn't where it used to be. So he's probably not going to push for certain things that if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, Heather, Hmm. Lucy listeners, but (laughs) it's not, you know, he ain't about, about that life. Shit storm. He ain't about that life because he never wanted to be about that life. He could have been like his uncle if he wanted to. No, his great, great uncle. uncle, great uncle. Yeah, you need to watch The Crown if you don't watch oh, The God. Crown, Lucy. Oh, I started. It felt like it was moving too slow. Lucy, oh. all you gotta know is his great uncle was friends with Hitler. Oh Jesus Christ! 
Yeah. That comes out in like season three or season four. So that's why it's slow going, but it's oh, juicy. Just, it's like gossip. It's gossip. I haven't watched The Crown. I, I didn't even think about that they would bring that awkward. <laughs> but let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. <laughs> it's hard, but let's bring it back. Oh, oh, oh. I'm at the scene where he gifted her the doggy. It wasn't really him. But... <laughs> she didn't even and know. She's eating it. Yeah, she, what was it that she called it? A demented bunny or something? Yes. <laughs> yes, because she'd never seen it before. What episode are you on? That was it's like the second episode. All right. Well, that makes me think of how in the present time she has so many of the same dogs. And that brings up how I was reading about how she kept her clothing. And I'm assuming the dogs as well in the same style of when they were younger so that he would be it would be easier for him to recognize who she was. Oh, oh my God. I didn't put that together. Because if you Everyone look at the is... time, wow, he's wearing, so they're wearing, um, oh God, I'm so bad with fashion. Is it, they're wearing Regency clothes, but he, she's wearing times. Edwardian, I think it is, the previous. Oh God, Heather, I didn't even put two and two together. And I, but I did wonder, like, why is she being so extravagant? I thought she wanted to be like, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, for whatever reason, that style was a little bit like, after the Regency leading into like the early 1900s where they still didn't they still have like a like the big whatever quaff whatever the heck you yes. want to call it in the back what is that called I don't know. I forget what it's called I know what you mean I'm so bad with fashion okay I'll look it up but this oh, what you're saying also makes me think right like she like put everything it, it's interesting right it's almost like she be, she ran everything so she was the king she stood up to everybody for him she spoke for him she was the voice right and like at the same time like her sense of like her needs her sense of being kind of put on pause for him to be there for him to tend to him but they have so many kids so I was like how much sex were they having, right? <laughs> she was super fertile because they had, Whoa. I think they had 15 children all together. I so think 13 like lived to adulthood. Every she could sneak away, she was going over to like Farmer George and they were getting it on. I guess so, yeah. Whoa. She was like, you're on this planet right now. Let's do this. <laughs> You're not off. Like like this woman me. was everything. Every, like she, she was everything. Edwardian fashion. Sorry to interject, but want to no, get learn us. Um, it is actually after. <laughs> it was so, set in. Lord have mercy. Oh, I totally skipped it. It's like 1912 around. Like it was that one was actually in the early 19 or late 19 1800s. I'm going to find it. Y'all keep talking. I'm going I'm to look. So, but you're saying that her fashion, like, so she continued to wear that, but all, beyond when it was out of fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Like, which is why she looks so drastically different. The Georgians. The other. In the world. Oh, my the God. Georgians. The Georgians. <laughs> Hello. How stupid are we? <laughs> because they name everything. Like, the Regency is because it was a, it was a king. What is it? A king region or a queen region? Whatever. Right. Oh, so wait, the Regency, actually, that makes the, sense because yes. the Regency is the early 1800s, and that's when George was the 
the king, the prince region, because yes. George the father was the mad king. It, exactly. So he had to make up for it. <laughs> it goes from the Georgians to the Regency to the Victorians, Queen Victoria, and then Edwardians. Okay. Thank Lord you for scolding us. Have mercy. <laughs> I wasn't scolding you guys, but I'm good because I'm because it's like duh, like us. we're sense. educating yeah. us. You know, I love Grimsley's loyalty. I yeah. liked. I didn't really make any notes for episode four because that was holding the king, and that was the one that it was the perspective of George. So they kind of like repeated everything, but I thought that was interesting seeing everything from his perspective. So. How do we feel about the relationship, Lady Danbury and Violet? Oh, thank you for bringing it back yeah. to current time because I like that they were friends. Time, like, right? oh yeah, that Say was that a again, weird sorry? conversation. Oh, when she confronted her about it, about the hat, or it was like a non-confrontational. It's very passive aggressive. It was, and. Lady Danbury did not give anything away, which goes to show she really was in her feelings. Like it wasn't just a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am situation. She was speaking to someone who was at her level intellectually, you know, and who respected her, her points of views, her. So it was a lot more than that. And when it got to the point where Violet confronted Lady Danbury, I was a little bit worried because I don't want this relationship. Again, I'm very. I'm very worried about female relationships deteriorating because it's important to see that. And that's why I'm like, I don't want to talk about Eloise and Penelope because it upset me that in the series, in the TV series, they're not talking to each other. You know, I'm glad that it's so different in the book. It's very different in the book. They're drastically different. Um, So drastic. You have to listen to our Bridgerton podcast. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad that Lady Danbury didn't say anything. Yeah, because it saved not, the yeah, friendship. If she would have, right? Like that would have been weird. I think she was my favorite badass. Yeah, she, she did her thing. She, she was her living thing. her life to the fullest without giving in. Mm-hmm. She secured what she needed to for her family, and then she just kept them moving. I'm what? a little bit like confused about her kids not wanting to be near her. Yes. That I was feel like they need to go into that more. Yes. I think you guys are twisting it up a little bit because let's remember the fact that these are no offense to anyone who's English, but they're English and they're royalty and they have a certain way of acting. They cannot be too affectionate, yada, 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 yada. So that's and they why. Have they have nannies. They right? have nannies. They, they have people to take care of their their kids like lucy said yeah well and you do see that and she does say to him i'm sorry that you didn't get to know me but i need you to do this i know you're only four years old but there is (laughs) there are comments that are made later on where she says like something about her kids not liking her so they all move to different countries i I feel like it is what it is that was the case for all of them yeah except for the bridgertons Yes. They're the they're yeah. the exception. Yeah. They Family. they were born of true love. They had a you know a certain that, type of upbringing. Yeah. Ooh, that's the lesson here. Is that it? They were born of true love. Is that it? Yeah, and then that made them a real family. 
Well, look at Queen Charlotte and King George. They loved each other. But is it the pressures of the title that they had that... Yeah. And just because you love each other, that doesn't mean that you really should be raising kids. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. They were just so. But Gracie, you're forgetting about... I forget about a lot. Who's, who's your dude's, dude's love interest? Your main man, Mr. Sterling. Oh, my God, Francesca. Francesca. You're forgetting about Francesca. Francesca bounces. I ain't about like, Francesca. It's about Michael Sterling. I could care less about like, Francesca. I'll be back. I'll be over in Scotland. You guys figure out your thing. That is true. There is a Bridgerton sibling, Lucy, who is, she's like, y'all are too much. And she moves to Scotland. Well, she marries a Scottish man, to be is fair. She so on much, yeah, so much that they've changed her character and people, like, they changed the actor. and People probably didn't even notice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's not up. Well, remember that they're different age ranges. So yeah, as they get like, older, the then best. they'll focus on. She's away. Like, um, I think in the show right now, she's she's only been in like a scene here or two because she's away. I think she's doing piano lessons, like learning piano with her aunt is or she something. She's like a 12, 13 ish. She is in between Daphne and Eloise, isn't she? Or is she between Eloise and Hyacinth? Oh, yeah, because it goes in order. No way. Yes. A, B, C, D, E, is Daphne, F. Oh, yeah, so she's between then, Eloise mm-hmm. and Hyacinth. I know the alphabet. Yes. But, yeah, so she she moves. <laughs> I just got I that. I can't ever. wait. I can't wait for Gracie when they do do her story because Gracie is so, like, hot for I'm. I am very particular about Michael. who should play Michael, even though I have no suggestions as to who should play Michael. But that is my favorite drop panties fiction character. <laughs> she talks about him in our fictosexual. <laughs> but she moves to Scotland. The other ones, like um, Eloise and Benedict, they kind of live far away, but they live close to each other. Like they're kind, they're far away from the rest of the family, but they are like, I think they live where they can visit each other. They have reasons because they live far away from each other. Benedict has a reason because he has to be far away, and Eloise is too. So, a girl, yeah. you have to listen to the Bridgerton podcast. Oh, listen to it. We yeah. crazy in it. We yeah, we really because get into we it. didn't talk about the show. We talked about the book. We did bring up the show, like we did in relation compare, to, yeah. But like we were like the episode is about the books. I have to read these books now. Well, they're good. Well, they're quick reads. I, they honestly are. Listen to the episode and see if like that piques your interest. That's a, that's a good way of introducing her to reading the books. Yeah. Do we want to say some final thoughts or anything else that we want to talk about? I feel like this one had so much depth. This one had so much complexity. It wasn't just, you know, your love story, someone who's going to... This one was complicated. It was layered. It had racial undertones. It had mental health issues. It had power dynamics. We had a gay love story. It was everything. And I appreciated that. And I feel like they worked us up to it, right? They they got us ready for it because they hit us with a lot in this series. This one was it, it left me with so many more questions mm-hmm. and 
wanting. Yeah, it definitely opened the door. Like it, it, it made everything so much more easier for everyone else in society because of their love story. Yes, and it's and and I don't know if I mean we don't hear about it, so we don't know if they're actually appreciative of it because no one talks about their love, you know. Think they left it open enough that they could do more even like if it's not about charlotte and george what would it be it, about then it could be more similar things where they maybe talk about other characters in there or like they maybe talk about other characters in bridgerton like maybe go back and explore violet and her husband that's what i'm waiting for And I think I mentioned this before in our group chat where I think they can do like, okay, two episodes of current Bridgerton backstory, two current episodes of Bridgerton backstory, two current episodes of Bridgerton, and then end it with a, end it with Violet. Because if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have a Bridgerton story. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Even though we know that they're in love, but let's see it. Let's see. Last final, final thought, Violet is open to new love. Yes. I'm scared and excited of what they're going to do with that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you they're know how I like book it? Here, people. They really are. They really are going off book. But how they could keep it interesting is, again, just like have little stuff being like thrown in throughout all of these there's a lot of seasons. I don't know how they're going to yes. keep this up. Keep yes. people's interest, yes. especially like yes. fans, fans. Just keep it up until the end. Like yes. let her let her open the door and she has a caller and that is the caller. Like she's had other callers. Okay, it doesn't work out. And then boom, close the door. And that's that. People are going to be pissed off as hell, but I'm going to be like, boom, I know that's the one. And that's yes. all you I know. You know what? Know. I wonder if they do like where she starts to kind of hint at this and maybe one of the kids kind of realizes it like maybe Anthony because he's the one that found his father dead he would hate that though but maybe there's some strife there and then you see like backstories of when they were kids and when Edward was alive and you get a lot of that that mix as like she's starting to explore other options and how the the kids trying to like accept it and stuff like that that. I would love to see how their love happens It's like like Charlotte and George where it's a genuine love when at that time, that was not a reason to get married. Yes. I like where you're going with this with, okay, we we learn about Violet's past and then wrap it into the future. Mm -hmm. That's how it could end. And that's why I still say it should be the last if this is where they're going. And maybe they should listen to us. We know what we're talking about. We're the fans. Okay. We could commit. We committed to Grey's Anatomy up until the pandemic, but we could commit. I, no, I could commit. I will. Yeah, yeah I will be here. I did not. Okay. I have not seen one episode of Grey's Anatomy. Really? Girl, I see. Is I'm this, not a hospital person. It's not about the hospital, really. I know, it's but about it's the drama. The hospital. It's yeah. in the hospital. I just can't. No, it. it's just like like I just It's scandal. not about the school. It's really. I think it. Papa Winchester was in it. He was. Uh, he was. He was in season one. He was. Everybody was on Grey's. Everybody. Everybody <laughs> should watch Queen, Queen Charlotte. Charlotte. I was like, what are we talking about? Everybody <laughs> should watch Queen Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> story. And then remember it. <laughs> Yes. So follow us on Instagram, buy us a coffee. And who wants uh, Lucy to come back again? I know I do. 
Tell us on the Instagram. What? what, what? Yeah. All right. Have a great night, I feel, like the, I feel like the third psychic. We're like the three musketeers. Y'all yeah. have a nice flow. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Is amazing. Thanks for listening to Gabbing. 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 We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing.